0: Hello, and welcome to She Could Have Been Great, a play that we are performing on this podcast about South Asian mental health. I'm here with our amazing cast, and today's episode will cover scenes four through six of the play. We would like listeners to know that this episode includes references to alcohol abuse, child abuse, and dissociation. All characters and events appearing in this work are fictitious. We're going to do a quick round of introductions again so that our listeners are familiar with the voices of the characters. If you'd like to get a more detailed refresher on each of the characters, feel free to pause and hop over to the introduction episode, where we talk about each of the characters in depth.
1: Hi, I'm Anusha, and I'll be voicing the role of Sonia.
2: Hi, I'm Maya, and I'll be voicing the role of D.
1: Hi,
3: I'm Eliana, and I'll be voicing the role of A.
2: Hi, I'm Monisa,
4: and I'll be voicing the roles of Rachel and Gita Auntie.
5: Hi, I'm Mayuri, and I will be voicing the roles of Tanya, Young Memory Sonia, and Memory Sonia.
0: I'm Smitha, and I'm the narrator. I'll be reading a modified version of the stage directions to help illustrate the actions of the characters. Scene four, Sonia, Tanya, and Rachel sit at their usual table eating lunch again at the restaurant. What do you think? Tanya shows them a fancy top on her phone. Sonia nods approvingly.
4: I
5: like the cut, not a big fan of the color though. I know, but it was between this and the other one, and I like this one more. Sonya
0: stops looking at her friends when they talk, and stares at a spot on the table, lost in thought.
5: I still don't know what I'm going to say. Look, tell him it's your project and he can piss off. Right. You can say that you appreciate his input and you'll take it under consideration. But for now, as team lead, you're going to focus on the next step of the milestone. Drop that in. As team lead. Real casually. Easy for you to say. Rachel pauses to take a bite of her food. But when would you wear it, is my question. I'm stocking up for summer. I'm serious. You can't back off now. I know, I know. It's part of the job. I'll do it. That's right, our boss lady right here. What about this one?
0: How many halter tops do you need? Around this point, Sonia becomes aware of the fact that she had been zoning out. She starts thinking about this,
5: occasionally looking at Tanya and Rachel. I'm treating myself. Today is a special day. I just don't understand what you're gonna do when it gets colder. I have winter clothes already. I just only get input on the cute summery ones. It's easy to buy a coat.
4: Oh, speaking of, that Winter's End movie came out last week and I kind of want to see it.
0: Can I try some? Sure. Tanya tries a bite
5: of Sanya's order. Come on, let's watch it. Wow, that's really good. Damn, I should have gotten that. Can I try? Uh, Go for it. Rachel tries some of Sonia's order, too. Oh, wow. Right? Mine so tiny, too.
1: You can have it. I'm not really feeling it. Are you sure you barely had any? Nah, I had a big breakfast. Go for it. Sonia pushes
0: the plate towards Rachel. She doesn't look away and watches Rachel, trying to understand what differentiates Rachel from her. Okay.
4: But seriously, Winter's End?
0: You know
5: I'm not a big drama person. Come on, we went with you to that ridiculous animated racing one. And Sonia wanted to see that one too. As
0: Tanya says this, Sonia turns and looks at her. No, she
4: just said that so you wouldn't feel bad about that being the third movie in a row you forced us into seeing.
5: And it was so bad, so bad. Hey, everyone told me it was going to be good. How would I know? Sonya was one of them. I remember that for sure. Tell her.
1: I was excited to see it.
5: This is betrayal. Complete betrayal. Sonya looks down again, deep in thought. Well, fine. I'll make it up to you. When do you want to see the snowy end, whatever? Winter's end, and maybe tomorrow or the day after. Not Friday, though. I'm free tomorrow.
1: Great. Sonia? Uh, I don't know. You two can see this one without me. Why? What do you have? I just got a lot of work to catch up on. And I'm meeting up with a friend tomorrow?
4: You've always got so much work. You should see if you can move to
5: my team. Angela's thinking of moving to L.A., and we are way more chill. says stressed out. I have 50 terrible people to deal with each day, team lead. No, no, no. It's just Drew. And he's not even on my team. But
4: honestly,
1: I'm serious. You should look into it. No, my team's fine. Ezra's a great manager. It's really fine. I'll just join you guys for the next one. I'm gonna go to the bathroom for a sec.
0: Sonia gets up and heads to the bathroom. Tanya watches her leave and keeps looking in her direction. What? After a few moments, she
5: shakes her head. I'm wondering if I should get a succulent.
0: Scene five. Sonia stands in her apartment, looking very unsure of herself. She eventually sits crisscross on the floor. She places her hands palms upward on her knees in a meditative yoga pose and then closes her eyes. Within seconds, however, her eyes open. This is so stupid. She stretches her legs and leans back. No. Nope.
1: You're doing this. Come on. This is happening.
0: Sonya goes back to the yoga pose. This time, more determined. She stretches her neck, takes a deep breath, and finally commits to her meditation. She concentrates on each and every breath with everything she's got, until she barely notices everything around her fading away. Scene 6 Sonia is sitting in the same position and posture, but now she's back in the same vast, empty space as before. A sits close to her left, waiting patiently. D sits a bit further out to her right, looking away with her arms crossed. Sonia opens her eyes, and A smiles.
2: Hello again. Hello. You're back.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: What made you change your mind? Sonia stands up and brushes herself off.
1: Well, I decided. This is stupid. This is ridiculous, but it's happening. And I don't know why, but it's been affecting my daily life. For a while, actually. And I didn't even realize how much until I took a step back and saw how much I lied to my friends. And how easy it is. It's like second nature. Because I do it all the time. I make all these excuses up without even realizing it, about eating a big breakfast and meeting up with imaginary people and and being excited about things. And why would I need to do that, right? I'm hiding all these small things all the time. Which is weird. So, guess I might as well try to figure out what's going on. It's not like I have anything to lose. That's the spirit.
3: Well, I for one think this is progress. A great step in the right direction.
1: So, now what?
3: Now we try to figure out what the problem is. It's not gonna be easy.
1: Obviously, I just have no idea where to start. How do you go about answering something when you don't even know what question to ask in the first place?
3: How about we go over symptoms? How exactly is whatever this
2: is affecting us? The episode last night, that's easy.
1: Yeah, but it's also, I guess, I kind of feel like when I'm doing things, a lot of the time there's this haze that prevents me from feeling emotions or reacting the way I think someone normally would. And a lot of sleepless nights. Yeah, it didn't used to take me a long time to fall asleep, but now, not every day, but sometimes it feels like I, or like you two, can't shut off.
2: And feeling tired or nauseous at random times, eating a lot less than we used to.
1: And crying at times that don't make sense, like today when I went to the bathroom. (laughs) I have no idea why that happened.
2: Yeah, and that happened last week before painting night.
1: Oh, yeah, and the day before that, during dinner. And the week before, after coming home from work. How did I miss this? When did this start happening? In the moment, it always felt so normal.
2: That's exactly what I was trying to tell you, Sonia. We've had a feeling that something has been off, but we kept ignoring it because it's easy to dismiss things in the moment. We had a feeling something was off two years ago, too, and... You know what happened when we ignored it back then.
1: Yeah, but then I coped with it unhealthily. Now I have friends and things to look forward to. So maybe that's what I should keep doing. That's how I can cope.
3: But it doesn't seem to be very effective, does it? We're still feeling pretty unhappy and... What? Well, I don't know how healthy what we've been doing is either. Why? We've just been keeping really busy so that we don't have time to think. Because on the rare chance that we had a whole evening to do nothing, we had an episode.
1: I mean, I I can plan so that doesn't happen again.
3: And keep moving every day, never giving yourself time to rest. How long before we burn out? There's a moment's pause. All this time, we've been talking about symptoms. Maybe... What happened two years ago and what's been happening now aren't unrelated.
1: What do you mean? Well,
3: I think we can agree that something is wrong, and it has been for some time. But maybe it has been for even longer, and it manifested itself into our issues two years ago, so we course-corrected and fixed that symptom, but we didn't really fix the source of the problem, did we? And now it's starting to manifest itself into an episode, which we haven't had in decades.
0: That does make sense. Sonia crosses her arms and looks at the ground. Sonia?
1: Sonia sits down. I just, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Everything I'm supposed to be doing, I'm doing, but nothing's working. What else can I do?
0: Dee sits next to her and puts a consoling hand on her shoulder.
1: Sonia looks at Dee. Maybe you were right. Maybe I can just never be happy. Sonia. Maybe that's just my penance, you know? After everything I've done in the past, this is the best that I deserve. Wait, what? Sonia
2: shrugs.
3: No, 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 no. We're not doing this to ourselves now after all this progress. You just need to take a step back. Hey. Wait, hear me out. Do you agree that sometimes when we get really committed to an idea, we can't really reason outside of it? And maybe we stop being as rational as we could be. I mean... Honestly.
1: I guess, yeah.
3: Then please... Please take my word when I say that we might be doing that right now. And, you know, not being the most rational we could be.
1: But what can I do about that?
3: Well, I know this may not seem as good of an idea at first, but if you just hear me out... If you're starting off with that, then of course it's not going to sound good, eh? I just want to make sure that you hear this with an open mind that maybe, just maybe... We might do a lot better on this if we try to get a new perspective to help us understand what's going on. What do you mean? Well, maybe this isn't something we can figure out on our own. Maybe
0: we could try therapy! No! No. Dee and Sonia both
1: jump up from their spots on the floor. Why would you suggest that? You do remember how that turned out back then, right? I know, but maybe... That therapist was the worst! She didn't even see me as a person. She just saw me as this, this small Asian girl whose problems would be solved if I ate a goddamn hamburger. Do you remember how weirdly fixated she was on the fact that I was vegetarian? Yeah, she kept on asking if
2: we felt like we were missing out on the small joys of childhood like bacon.
1: It was ridiculous! Not to mention that she clearly didn't like Eithanti, even though she was doing everything she could to take care of me. Oh, honey, she didn't grow up here, so it makes sense that you feel like she doesn't understand you. That wasn't why things were hard for me back then. It was because mom- She stopped suddenly. A and D look at her, concernedly.
2: I'm not doing therapy again. She didn't listen to anything I said. Yeah, she made us worse, to be honest.
3: Okay, fair point. But that was so long ago! Things have changed, right? There's more people like us who can understand and listen to us who are therapists now. And we're also older. We're no longer a kid. We know what is important to us and what we need. And we know what it's like to feel like we're being listened to so we can tell if someone is a good fit for us. It's worth a shot,
1: right? A, hey, it's so goddamn expensive. It's not worth spending all that time and money just to have someone to tell me to relax. Sonia. No, it doesn't make any sense. This is something I can figure out on my own. Once I realized the alcohol was a problem, I fixed it, right? I've always been resilient and I've made it this far. I just need to spend some time taking care of myself and doing self-care and shit. I'm not wasting my money on therapy.
3: Sonia, why? Why do you think it would be wasting money to find someone who can help you sort things out? Yes, it's pricey, but you're fortunate enough to have a job that pays you well enough to give it a shot. And yes, it might take some time to find someone who we feel comfortable talking to, but you'd be investing in your mental health. Isn't that important? Yeah, but you know what I mean. I don't think I do. A looks at D. Why do you think we need to do this alone? Well, we've always been able to. That's not necessarily a good reason. Sonya, do you remember that time you got strep throat in high school and you were in pain for days? Obviously. And you kept thinking that it wasn't worth going to the doctor since by the time you figured out what was wrong, you figured it wouldn't last much longer.
1: Okay, I see where you're going with this, but this is different. For days, you kept suffering
3: through so much pain that you couldn't even talk. Until finally you caved and got Kitha to take you to urgent care. And then what happened?
1: Well, doctors will give you shit for not going to see the doctor. They could not
3: believe you'd held out for so long. And they gave you antibiotics right away. And then what
1: happened within less than 12 hours? My throat stopped hurting, and I was amazed at the progression of modern medicine.
3: You got help, and you healed so much faster. Yes, you could have braved it out on your own and suffered for who knows how much longer, but
1: you didn't have to. I see your point, but this is totally different. How? It just is. How? I... You don't... You tell her. Your
2: example was of us getting sick with strep throat which is a real physical issue. But this is just us feeling sad and having episodes for no reason. One of those things is an actual problem that can be healed with medication, and the other one is, as we've just established, literally us having some free time.
3: So mental health isn't an actual issue, and it can't be a physical one?
1: Th- that's obviously not what she's saying.
3: It's what I'm hearing.
1: Look. If your eye's hurting, you go see an
3: ophthalmologist. If your throat is hurting, you go see an ENT. You see the appropriate doctor if you're not feeling well, right? It's considered common sense. So why then, if you're not feeling well emotionally or mentally, do you not go see a therapist? Well, some people do, but I don't. But why? Times have changed. We can find someone who understands us, and we can afford it, at least for a bit. Why not try? What's stopping you?
0: Sonia looks away. d D also looks away. A crosses her arms and paces around.
3: <laughs> Maybe it's because we were raised to believe that we can't talk about our problems to other people, so you feel like we can't ask for help
1: that th- That's not
3: true. Sonia. If you just think for a moment about how we were taught to deal with issues as a kid, then you'd realize that- I told Tanya about my housing situation with that shitty landlord. I'm talking about more personal problems. We don't really talk to anyone about those. We tend to always try to deal with them on our own.
1: There's nothing wrong with that. I can handle things independently. So what? I'm a resilient person. I always have been. Does sharing your personal
3: problems with a friend make you lose that resilience? How is that defeating your sense
1: of independence? I don't mind talking about personal things to people. I share, I bond with friends. Not in a way that helps you.
3: It's just to make conversation you don't actually utilize other people's help. That's not true.
1: I don't know where you're getting this from.
3: Well, now you're just being combative and blatantly lying
2: to yourself again. What?
1: Oh, I hate it when she
2: gets like this. There has to be a way for us to make more progress.
3: Deepening pulling up a memory seemed to progress our introspection, so I think I might do so as well. To illustrate to you what I mean and prove that I'm right.
1: I mean, knock yourself out.
2: See? The remote? It's a little touchy with the early memory, so heads up. I would know. I understand, thank you. A presses
0: the remote, and everything goes dark.
2: What did I just say? Sorry, I didn't realize. Here.
0: The space is flooded with light once more, and they all look at the memory that has just appeared in front of them. Young memory Sania is maybe five or six years old, and she sits on the floor drawing in a coloring book. Memory mom stands 10 feet away from her, arms crossed, looking into the distance. Mom? Dee glances at Sonia, worriedly.
3: There we go, just seen it forwarded a bit.
0: Young memory Sonia is now sleeping, while memory mom drinks from a vodka bottle further away. We were a pretty cute kid. Young Memory Sonia proudly points at a gap in her mouth, clutching her newly fallen tooth in her hand. Memory Mom keeps drinking from her bottle.
3: I have to say, the file indexing system for early childhood memories is not intuitive at all. Look, losing your first tooth in first grade is followed by random colouring, which is then followed by presenting a show and tell in kindergarten.
0: In all these memories and all future ones, Memory Mom maintains her distance, clutching her bottle close to her whenever she isn't drinking from it. Where is it? Daydreaming?
3: Colouring? More
0: daydreaming. The memory shifts and the lights dim. Memory Mom stands over a crying, huddled young Memory Sonia, swinging her bottle towards her. Sonia stumbles a few steps back, away from A and D.
2: Change it, change it now! Sorry, I'm sorry! Um, uh, oh shoot!
0: Everything goes dark.
3: Uh, nothing to worry about. I'll just forward it real quick.
0: The lights come back on, showing young memory Sonia sitting alone. Memory Mom has disappeared. A and D stare at Sonia concernedly until she finally notices.
1: What? What are you looking at?
0: They look at each other before looking back at Sonya. It's... it's not a big deal. I'm fine.
1: They continue looking, unconvinced. Seriously? (laughs) Nothing I haven't seen before, right? If you... want to talk about it. It... uh, That's not why I'm here. I did my talking about it already. Actually, I talked more than I ever wanted to, to Dr. Elaine. And if that was as helpful as you seem to think therapy is, then what's with all the concern? No, you're twisting my words. Then show me this memory you so desperately think I need to see. Well, all right. Memory
0: Geeta Auntie suddenly appears, and she freezes as she hugs young Memory Sonia.
3: It should be somewhere around here.
0: One more forward brings young memory Sanya back to the coloring book and memory Gita auntie standing a few feet away on the phone.
1: Here we are. Wait, I know this one. It was a few months after I started living with Gita auntie. I was coloring and she came up to me and gave me this whole speech about being strong and stuff. It's not that bad. Dee shuffles
0: around guiltily. Well then, let's watch it, shall we? A presses the remote and the memory starts.
4: I understand. Do not worry. Everything is well. Yes. Yes. No, she has not had such an
0: episode in weeks. Yes, of course. Do not worry. Memory Gita auntie hangs up, the cheery facade immediately dropping from her face. She walks over to young memory Sonia. Sonia, stop drawing. Young memory, Sonia, immediately stops and looks up at her auntie.
4: What is this I'm hearing
0: that you told the counselor?
4: I didn't
5: say anything.
4: She says you told her your uncle and I were fighting. Did you tell her that? Oh, yeah. You can't tell her that, Sonu. I'm sorry. Don't just say sorry. Do you know why you can't tell her? I don't know. In this country, if you say whatever you want to these people, they'll take you away from us. After everything you did to your mother, I'd have thought you learned. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. And the drama starts again. Why does it bother you that your uncle and I were having some little spat, huh? Every little thing bothers people so much these days. You know, I had no time to be so bothered and sad when I was your age because I had to work to help bring food to the table. Every day after school, I worked late into the night, stitching and running errands across the city. And after that, with every bone in my body aching, I did my studying to keep getting good grades and progress my education. I barely slept each night because of all the work I had to do, day in and day out. Look at what you're doing.
0: She gestures at Sonia's coloring book.
4: You have your own colors and all the time in the world. You don't have to work like I did. You don't have to worry about when you'll get your next meal. You have no problems.
0: She pauses to let her words sink in.
4: And even if you think you have some problem, you should learn to be strong. You don't go shouting it out to the world and complaining like they do here. That's not how we do things, understand? hmm I asked you a yes or no question, Sonia. I understand. Good. So much trouble you put me through, Sonu. Come. Are you hungry? I'll make you sugar chapati. Your favorite, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come. Memory Gita auntie offers young Memory Sanya her hand, which she happily takes. They walk off into the distance together, disappearing from view.
1: Wow. I remember the gist of that lecture, but I... Definitely did not remember all of that. You couldn't
3: possibly watch that and tell me we weren't raised to believe that telling others about our personal problems was one of the greatest failures we could ever suffer from.
1: I guess, if I think about it, that was a recurring theme growing
3: up. I genuinely cannot believe it wasn't more obvious to you.
1: I don't know. I'm starting to realize that there are more and more things that don't make sense that I always just thought were normal. Dee crosses her arms and looks away.
2: What is it, Dee? Doesn't it just seem so strange to pay someone to listen to you just talk? Isn't that what friends are supposed to be for? But how comfortable are
3: we with the idea of people from our daily lives knowing about this part of us? Besides, ideally the person you're paying can try to help you understand yourself and get to a better place. That's a lot of responsibility to place on your friend. But shouldn't we be able to do that? What's so bad about getting some help? We'd still be figuring out how to better ourselves. We'd just have a guide to give us a better sense of direction.
1: This just all feels so... Stupid. I've been saying that this is stupid this whole time. For a long, long time, actually, haven't I? A nods gently.
0: D looks away again, and Sonia sits down. A few moments go by. How about we call a
1: night?
3: Take some time to really think all this over, you know?
0: Yeah, th- that sounds good. Same time tomorrow? Sonia smiles and goes back to the meditative yoga stance and closes her eyes. She takes a deep breath, holds it in for a few seconds, and then lets it go. We hope you enjoyed being a part of this journey with us on today's episode of She Could Have Been Great. The contents of these episodes can be a little heavy, so we've included a short episode of guided meditation if you'd like to take some time to decompress before returning to your daily life. You can see what the characters look like, learn more about us, and find more resources on our Facebook and Instagram page under the name She Could Have Been Great. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you in the next one.